I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour number three, Magnificent Football Monday. Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network. Great to have our audience watching on Stadium with us here for another hour. And over the course of this hour, we'll continue our handicap of week number nine in the National Football League. All of our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, power hour of the show. That'll be bets of steel in the National Hockey League. Best of the best, all our bets for tonight in the NBA. Game three of the World Series with the D-backs and the Rangers. And side total and props as week eight in the NFL wraps up tonight in Motown. The Detroit Lions hosting Jimmy Garoppolo and the Las Vegas Raiders. But all those bets are coming up 60 minutes from now. You'll be able to watch it on twitch.tv backslash betql. But for the stadium audience here for the next hour, a lot of NFL handicapping goodness for the games to come this weekend. Jake, bring the music back up here. Uh, we left off talking about the Browns and the Cardinals. Uh, let's let's get through tomorrow and see who the Cardinals quarterback is definitely going to be in this game. Maybe acquire more information in regards to Deshaun Watson and P.J. Walker as well. Uh, you want more quarterback uncertainty? We got it for you here as the Green Bay Packers, where I'd love to say Sean Clifford's going to be the quarterback, but let's say it'll be Jordan Love again. I think it's probably just going to be Jordan Love the whole season, and they'll take their lumps this year with the young receivers. Uh, Jordan Love and the Packers coming off yet another just stinker of an offensive performance, this time at home against the Vikings. They lose 24-10. to They will welcome in the Los Angeles Rams. Now, normally I would say welcome in Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams, but... Stafford injures his thumb on like three separate occasions in the loss, the blowout loss on the road in Dallas, hits his hand into a defensive player's helmet, not once, but twice. And then they brilliantly on like the two point conversion attempt when they score in the, at the begin the second half, 2-2 Atwell like throws it to Stafford on the two point play. And McVay says that's actually the play where Stafford hurt his thumb. Like what, what are you guys thinking? So Stafford leaves the game. Brett Rippon, you know, nephew of Mark, Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl 26 for the Washington then Redskins at the time. Brett Rippon comes in, and uh, it feels like it's going to be Rippon as the quarterback in this game. Reports this morning from NFL insiders on Monday that the Rams haven't ruled out IR for Matthew Stafford. So this could be like a multi-week injury for Stafford. So we think it's going to be Rippon, Ken, but not 100% sure. <laughs> this market's nuts. Green Bay is in between a three—Green Bay— Green Bay. At at home. The, you know, the Packers. You, you know, Lambeau Lambeau. Field. They're, you know where uh, people leap. <laughs> and eat cheese. 
I've been to like the atrium is beautiful. I went there a couple times and the cheese yeah. is delicious. There oh, it is true. Place. Uh, Would recommend everybody Packers. go to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they got like a Starbucks. It's really nice. And an A-Loft <laughs> hotel. Well, I, I went there a couple times on Sirius XM NFL Radio's training camp tour. People are really nice. Lambo is yep. awesome. Also, there's nothing going on. And I'm not even saying yep. that as a negative. It's just a fact. Green Bay in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. Total 39 and a half. Now, I asked, like I said, when I set you up for Browns and Cardinals, normally I leave it open-ended. I asked you with the Browns and the Cardinals, should P.J. Walker ever be laying a touchdown against any other team in the National Football League? I will ask you another specific question. Should Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers be more than a three-point favorite against any team in the National Football League, even Brett Rippon starting for the L.A. Rams? So again, early thoughts here, pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Packers and the Rams. I mean, I have a, I have like a bad feeling. I'll say bad because I, I, I haven't bet the Packers, and I probably won't. I have a bad feeling that like what we thought we would get from the Packers yesterday, we'll get from them in this game, which is like finally after bad performance, after bad performance, after bad performance, maybe they have a game where they actually play well, can generate anything in the first half, can play well. I, I'm like worried that that's finally, like everything I liked about them yesterday, honestly, will finally come to fruition in this game against a, a you know, a not very good defense and a backup quarterback. Uh, that being said, like, would I ever lay the Packers in this market? No, of course not. <laughs> of, of course I wouldn't. Like, why, why would I want, why would I want Love to win by margin against like any team, uh, against a coach who's better and probably a quarterback who's at least as bad as he is. Just like, I think this is this is so stupid because it's a backup quarterback for the Rams. I think this is like the right number in the game, which is such an indictment of the Packers. It's like incredibly funny. Like home game against a backup quarterback, he can't even get to, you know, like a lot more than three. I actually think this is fine. This doesn't make me want to bet anything. Uh, I, if the Rams won the game, would I be surprised? No. Uh, but would I ever bet like Rippin at a small number on the road? Probably not. And you asked like the PJ Walker question. Like, I think a lot of people can understand how like seven is much different than three. Like the, uh, there was a, a fun stat. I forget who tweeted it out. Like the number of one possession games in the in the fourth quarter that have happened in the NFL this year. It's like 80% of the games have been one possession in the fourth quarter. Obviously like eight or less is the implication there. So I think people can understand like seven like PJ Walker to win by more than a possession when NFL games are kind of always played to to uh, to small to compress scores to close games is a lot different than three. So I, I think this number's fine. I I'm just like like did, I guess did we make a bad bet on the Packers yesterday? Like I, result notwithstanding, I get maybe we made a bad bet. Maybe we like I guess underrated the Vikings is probably what we did in the game yeah. uh, as opposed yeah, to overrate was... Green Bay. But I just uh, I just <laughs> I honestly like it's like an indictment of the coach. Because like if he's good, then that team in that situation probably usually plays really well, and uh, and they didn't. They played terribly. Maybe it's the quarterback too, obviously. But I think this number is okay. Are you you're gonna take the Rams? Because you asked that question, that means like you think he shouldn't be three or three and a half. Jordan Love against anybody? You gonna bet the Rams on this game? I think I'm going to. Yeah, I think mm. I'm likely will end points up with the bet on money the Rams. line both. I, I I would I I'd like to capture three. I'd like to win on three with the yeah. Rams. I'd like to get three and a half. Three and a half. Um. <laughs> I, I, th I guess here's my problem with and, and I think you ask a great question. Did we make a bad bet yesterday with Green Bay? Um, I think like our methodology was pretty sound, like why we made the bet. But I don't want to say we ignored it because I think both of us kind of, well, I guess the assumption was that we were going to get a better effort from Green Bay against like a Vikings defense that yep. maybe we underrated or maybe the Packers are just that bad. I think may maybe kind of Green Bay is bad. Maybe the coach is kind like of really bad. Maybe they're like really, really bad. bad. 
Maybe the coach is in over his skis right now, and he doesn't have number 12 to kind of save his ass anymore. He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. Um, the usage of Aaron Jones. Who? Aaron Jones. Ice Age. Ice Age is, is, very, <laughs> is very strange to me and leads me yeah. to believe that, that Jones probably isn't healthy, and they're past their bye already. So I don't know, like, when that's going to happen. The quarterback's bad. The receivers are all young and, like, can't get open. And, like, I'm a Christian Watson fantasy owner, and, like, I'm frustrated that, like, Watson isn't doing more. He's blanketed on every play. I, does he create separation? I'm not a film guy. I'd like to know the answer. All I know is, like, Love is trying to get him the ball, and there's, like, three defenders around him at all times. So their best receiver, Christian Watson, is a rookie. J Jaden Reed is also a rookie. Romeo Dobbs uh, is a second Christian Watson's second-year player. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Watson second year, Dobbs second yeah. year, Reed is a rookie, Musgrave is a rookie. So these are all, and, and, and this is Love's first year as a starter. I think that this team's probably not very good. And even if it is Brett Rippon, like we've seen Rippon come in before. We saw it on Thursday night a couple years ago against the Jets, and that game went way over the total, that Broncos-Jets game. I'm not saying Brett Rippon's good. It could be like, honestly, it could be his uncle Mark. Like Mark Rippon, present day, could start at this game for the Rams, and I'd be interested in a number above a field goal. Like the Rams still have Cup. They still have Nakua. They still have Atwell. I think the Rams will be able to score on this Packers defense, which stinks out loud. And the, and the Packers, with Joe Barry, who like they, who should be fired today, like, okay, great. Like, we're going to take away the big play, and we're just going to let you, like, matriculate the ball down the field. Okay, great. Here's a 16-play drive, literally every single drive. And they can't get off the field on third down. And now here's, like, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, who are going to find, like, soft spots in the zone, and they're gonna, just gonna, absolutely going to boss this game. Uh, Rams are nothing for me. Haven't placed the bet yet, but and I need three and a half to do it. But I think, Ken, this will likely be a bet on the L.A. Rams for me on Sunday. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really have a strong opinion beyond that. I, the market didn't make me want to bet anything. Uh, Thursday, this will be a very, would encourage everyone, hopefully you listen to Thursday's show anyway, but the awards show Thursday will be really interesting because I, I think almost every market has now presented us with like just something really interesting to talk about, whereas sometimes I think we, we go through these markets and it's like, yeah, nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing's changed. Yeah, this guy's the favorite. Yeah, this guy's the favorite. And uh, and we'll do comeback player of the year. And obviously Stafford being injured, not just to, probably doesn't just remove his kind of uh, name from candidacy for comeback player of the year. He could be comeback player of the year next year, probably at this point. But uh, but it really, really, really hurts Cooper Cup's candidacy too. I kind of considered like the most traditional candidate, I think, is how I've always described him. Like, all pro player who gets hurt comes back, plays well. And uh, he's probably not going to play as well if uh, Rippon's throwing the ball. Doesn't mean he can't still win, whatever. But now that market's been disrupted a little bit. Um, the Ram Any market involving the Rams has been disrupted, obviously, too. McVay's not going to win coach of the year anymore. Um, yeah, that's all that stuff. Like, the Rams in flux is very interesting. Uh, I'm not as bullish on them in the game as you are. I'm also not going to lay Green Bay. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here. Magnificent Football Monday, handicap in Week 9 in the National Football League. All right, we'll move on from the Packers and the Rams for now. We'll do more over the course of the week. And let's go to the Patriots and the Commanders coming up in Foxborough. Like, really interesting game. And this is another team, Ken, and the Commanders, and we touched on this with a couple teams earlier in the show, where the trade deadline's coming up tomorrow. And we had a report from, like, Jay Glazer, I think his, like, accuracy is usually, like, 99%. When he gets stuff, he's getting it from really good sources. Not that other insiders aren't, but it goes no noted when Jay Glazer will say something like he expects the commanders to trade one of their three, like, studs on the defensive line, Young, Sweat, or Jonathan Allen, by Tuesday's deadline. And maybe Washington decides to do more than that. Like, let's—maybe they trade Jacoby Brissett. Like, let's see what happens—and he doesn't play. Howell's the starter. But let's see what Washington looks like after 4 o'clock tomorrow. 
Um, so the Patriots coming off the loss to Miami. The Commanders coming off the loss to the Eagles, which, thank you very much, really needed the Eagles to win that game by seven, and they did, thankfully. Uh, New England is a three-point home favorite right now against Washington, Ken. The total in the game is 40. Uh, this is one of the games that I bet. I, I bet the Patriots under three, just thinking, lad. I don't think this number is going to last. And if Washington makes a trade, maybe it has room to keep going up. Um, I, I like the Patriots in the game anyway. Um, curious your thoughts here. Patriots laying three against the commies. The total here is 40. Did you, uh, I feel like I didn't catch a lot of the Dolphins-Patriots game even after the fact, aside from just like the red zone cut-ins, which can sometimes be brief. And, uh, and obviously like just the scoring plays or anything Tyreek Hill does in the game or something like that. So I almost, I, I can't even come on and be like, oh, like they, the Patriots gave you a really good effort in that game. Like obviously kept it to one possession for, for part of the game and, and then didn't at the end in like a, just kind of a calamitous fashion if you bet the Patriots plus the points. But, um, you know, just, I think three is the right number in the game. My, for what it's worth, my number in this game is less than this. But I do think that there's something about the Patriots as the season goes on. We talked about this to death. We're just like, I think you can you can bump their rating a little bit. Like October, November, the team is just going to play at a different level than the September data points that you have for them. So I, I, my number for this game is two. But I, I, I think you can get to the most key number two ways. You can get there by saying that the Patriots are sort of evolving as the season goes on. And I think that's okay. And then you can also say, are people trying to get ahead of the fact that the commanders might trade players? And if they trade players, then two and a half goes to three anyway. And people just wanted to get ahead of that move, uh, thinking that that was a possibility, right? Uh, which I think is something that you were interested in too. So now that we're on three and we're all looking at the same number, I just don't know if there's like a lot left to do here, honestly. Uh, my number would kind of say, hey, like, I maybe it's the commanders at three, but I, I can't do that with the trade deadline tomorrow and not thinking a little bit more at getting an injury report for the game. So uh, I think the early move I, makes sense that you were on that. I think three is probably the right number in the game. A, a terrible game, by the way. I mean, like a like it's not the worst game. Like the team, like you, th this shouldn't be a bad game, but I just, I mean, it was seven games this week where I'm just like, yeah, let me know who wins. Like I'm good, I'm good on this one. And this strikes me as another one. So uh, three, I think, okay would not bet New England at anything this or more, would only bet Washington. Uh, I, I don't disagree with that at all. It's like a number grab for me, and I can reserve the right to change my mind over the course of the week here. Well, I it's like I bet Atlanta. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't think Atlanta, I think Atlanta might lose to Jared Hall. I hate Atlanta, but like the number wasn't going to be three and a half anymore, and now I can figure out what I want to do. It, it is, it is hashtag worth noting, the Patriots lost Kendrick Bourne for the season, torn ACL. Yeah. He actually, and like, I don't think he's like a great player or anything. And I don't even say that to try and like diminish him at all. Like I, he's basically been like a third option on every offense he's been on in his career or at best. He's been really, really good this year. He's been their best player on offense this year. Like, even better than Ramondre. And now he's done for the year. I guess, like, Juju's back now, and Juju did catch a touchdown yesterday. Like, the, some of the quotes after the game were really funny. Like, Pop Douglas, Demario Douglas, who we really like. The Dolphins were doubling Demario Douglas yesterday. And Douglas was saying, he's like, I, yeah, like, I think I'm good. I, I can't believe that I got double teamed during this game. Like, right. I couldn't believe it. Because <laughs> I think Miami kind of, like, accurately said, like, who else on this offense is really going to beat us? Like, Pop Douglas has actually got some speed. I think we'll probably, and, like, I'm, I'm guessing here, I don't know that this is the case. I think Tyquan Thornton will probably be active now next week um, with Kendrick Bourne being out. And then at least have more speed on the field. Or maybe Thornton just stinks and he'll just continue to be continue to be inactive. So, yeah, so I, 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 I bet the Patriots to get ahead of a move. Um Subjectively, I do think the Patriots might like roll in this game um, against a team okay. that they're probably at the same level as. And we'll talk about it more over the course of the week. Um, we can at least start, Ken, maybe if you've 
or maybe I could just vamp until the end of the segment. But uh, the Saints and the Bears are coming up next year, Week 9 in the cool. National Football League. And it's already been yeah. announced by Bears head coach Matt Eberflus that Justin Fields has been ruled out for this game. So that has already happened. I'll, I'll take it to the end of the segment. <laughs> now that we're under 30. Uh, Fields has already been ruled out. The secret Bajan man, Tyson Bajan, will get another start. Uh, start 2 did not go as well as Start 1 with the stuff up in class against the L.A. Chargers. And now they travel to New Orleans to take on a Saints team that, for them, scored like 98 points yesterday on the road in Indianapolis, where like the offense actually played really well. Should the Saints be a touchdown favorite in this game? We'll talk about it on the other side, and then we'll get to one of the most intriguing games of Week 9, the Seahawks and the Ravens in Baltimore. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. 